Welcome to episode 65 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey, and hockey fans looking to have fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle, Kraken, and the NHL. We are back. Mardi Gras is over. We got it out of our system. We have a merch update for you because I, I, I don't have merch yet. I'm ready for my merch. We'll tell you when that's happening. And hey, Kraken fans, welcome to the playoffs. Yes, the playoffs, like right now. Uh, The trade deadline is approaching. The Berkey update, is he coming back? We'll talk about last week's games, losses to Boston and Toronto, and a road trip's coming up, which I kind of think we need, which is awesome. And no dumb questions, how do scratches work? What are they? We'll get philosophical in our three stars of the week. That's where Joey and I kind of catch you up on our personal lives a little bit and what's been going on with that. So let's get right to it. I'm ready to talk some hockey. I cannot wait. It's episode 65 of The Kraken Pod. Let's go. Dude, I'm feeling it. I am ready. I'm fired up. <laughs> We're recording on uh, Tuesday morning. I don't know what day it is. We just finished up uh, Mardi Gras. My name yes. is Jeff Januzic. This is my friend and co-host. Joey Cirillo. I need to match your... Uh, I'm, I'm turning my hat backwards. You, yeah. you got the backwards hat right, energy dude. going on right now. I'm going backwards hat. I have to match your energy. I feel, yeah. we- I feel weird. I feel too formal. Do you feel it? Do you feel it now? I feel it. I, I feel like I'm rocking like a dad hat. I got like the loose strap in the front. It's fine. It's I all fully, good. I actually... Uh, I fully accepted my dad... Um, but I need to like I need to start trying to be a coolish dad because yeah. I'm, st- I'm a big nerd. Like I need to go look at Waggle Golf's like sh- short selection. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I have like 50 pairs of shorts that are like just old school like polo shorts. I got to get rid of those. Get some like okay. cool like updated looks. Anyway, so dude, welcome to the Dad Club. High energy. I, it feels good. Um, I I feel like I'm part of the Dad Club because before we started recording, I was talking to you about how I wish they would add speed traps to my street. <laughs> Because cars drive by my house too fast. If there's a pie chart, if there's a pie chart for like what dads love to talk about, I would say eight percent of that pie chart yes. is traffic yes. or people going too Just fast, complaining about neighborhood things. Yeah. I also, this is part of the dad pie chart. I feel like during Mardi Gras, um, on Mardi Gras day, I dressed up as we did '90s dads. So we were actually full house dads. No way. I was Uncle Jesse. I had the full, of course. I had the had the nice wig going on. Do you have a guitar? I did not have a guitar. Um, it was too much of a commitment. I wanted to drink all day, which I did. It would get lost. <laughs> yeah. And good. Um, but what I did was I, I went to a, a thrift shop and I found a really nice pair of jeans that I could cut into shorts and I cut them pretty tight. And as I was wearing them, I was like, I'm kind of feeling these. I'm kind of feeling the jean shorts. Well, they're they're the technical term yeah. is jorts. Jorts. Yeah. No, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like half a Canadian tuxedo. I felt really good about it. And I was like, I might start actually wearing these. So I kept them. Well, jorts are kind of back, back like the iron, the ironic, like cool kids, like with the cool mustaches and the, yeah. da- the back, like backward dad's hats are like kind of in because, like, okay. I'm thinking of like the mustache kids, yeah. you know, like they got the cool well, and they got well, Miles super tight Teller, shorts. And when he did the Top Gun mustache, I think yeah. he really solidified, like, hey, the mustache is back. Yep, that's I, the summer look. I look like the dude from Super Troopers, the one who's like, they think I'm Mexican. You're not Mexican. Like that's the <laughs> that's who I look like when I have a mustache. It does not look good for me. So uh, Mardi Gras is over for us, of course. You know, we 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 uh, broadcast live from New Orleans, right? So like that that just was a two week blur of <sighs> insanity. No podcast episode last oh, week. Oh yeah, 
We're glad to be back. Glad that it's over. It's so fun when mm-hmm. it happens, but like towards the end, you're like, this is awesome, but I'm ready to be done. Yes. And then you need like a whole week to just be like, eh, nothing. <sighs> yeah, it was a. Uh Every year towards the end, like you mentioned, it is a struggle. And then this year, even on like Monday, I took the entire Monday off, which I never do. Like no Bacchus. No, wait, Bacchus is Sunday. Anyways, whatever. Don't know my days anymore. Yeah. I took Monday completely off. Again, I never do that. So Lundi Gras took, took it off. And then on Tuesday, I was like, I don't know how I'm feeling. And then, you know, I woke up and started putting everything on to be Uncle Jesse, went to, you know, Frenchman Street, going to the French Court and all that stuff for Mardi Gras Day, and then ended up having a fantastic Mardi Gras That's Day. That's awesome. Good. It was just great. I mean, I danced on top of a picnic table. Yes. On Frenchman Street. That's for what a, Uncle Jesse would do. For about three and a half hours. On a very sprained ankle. So it was a... It was a very good That's time. That's right, because I, I was I, I was tweeting uh, yeah. from the Kraken account and from the Kraken Pod account, yeah. and I was like, is Joey alive? And then I started looking at your Twitter, your yeah. personal Twitter, which was, you had some pretty good stuff, and I saw your ankle getting wrapped. What happened? Yeah, so this is the funny part. So this is a, a very Joey move. No bullshit. It was the Thursday before everything started going down, um, like the night of Muses. And actually, we're getting ready to go to Muses, the parade. And we're talking about parades. Parades. It's, it's yeah, two sorry. weeks Muses, of parades Muses in New Orleans. So Mardi Gras in New Orleans is not just Bourbon Street. It's I a whole city. I haven't had a single drink. I walk up. I'm staying at a different house. I walk up to a bar up the street, and I get a drink and a shot. I do the shot. I grab a drink. We call an Uber. Because in New Orleans, you can take drinks into Ubers. So I grab an Uber. I go outside. And a minivan pulls up because we had to do like the Uber X because we had, I think, like five people or so with us. This is hilarious. The guy pulls up. It's in a minivan. So the big sliding door opens. Heck yeah. And one of my buddies who's in town, he gets in the passenger seat. And we all have open containers, not beers, but like actual plastic cups. And he looks at the driver. And he's not from here. So he starts doing the thing. He's like, hey, is it okay if I bring? I'm like, dude, don't even ask. Just do it. But he, he sits down. And he's like, hey, is it cool if we bring these you know, drinks in the, in the car? And the driver was really nice. Like, yeah, you guys can bring whatever you want as long as you don't spill anything. My buddy, no bullshit. My buddy goes, oh, like, no worries. Like, we haven't had anything to drink at all. Like, these are our first drinks of the night. We won't spill anything. Oh, there you go. Literally, there as soon go. as he says, no. we will not spill anything. I, again, sober. I've had one shot fall off the curb and right in front of the open uh, van door. My no. drink goes flying fucking everywhere. Oh my God. And I bust the shit out of my ankle uh, to the point where I did spray, like my whole foot was bruised. My ankle was like the size of a baseball the next day. And so I had to like ice it every night, wrap it every day. Because but you I, powered through. Yeah. I, I just play off hockey, yeah, baby. I decided, like, like I was making a joke. I was like, oh, Maddie Beneers, you know, takes like a 100 mile an hour slapper off the, yeah. off the ankle. But he yep. has he ever fallen off a curb sober going to a Mardi Gras parade yep. and then, you know, walked and, you know, for five days getting blackout drunk. I don't think he has. No, I think that that's, did you spill the drink into the car? <laughs> no, that's the funny part. I like, I still had the cup in my hands. I was trying to like hold, so I, I like salvaged like half my drink and it went outside of the, but it was so like the comedic timing of it. It was literally like, oh, don't worry. It's our first drinks of the night. We won't spill in your car. Immediately falls. That's like, awesome. Cup, you know, drink goes flying out of the cup. I'm like legs in the air on the ground. Everyone's like, what the hell? Like, like how is this happening? And because I stepped off a curb wrong because I'm 38 years old. Well, when we have our Mardi Gras Kraken Pod trip, when people come yeah. to hang with us, right? Uh, one of the rules is going to be like, there's going to be a list, right? But one of the rules mm-hmm. is 
in in New Orleans, when you're walking on the streets, you you really got to look down before you look around. You got to lo- always look down. Yeah, because you could yeah. always step off into a pothole or something like that. So or just a normal curb if you're 38 normal- years old. Yeah, you know, and just uh, an idiot. Playoff hockey, baby. <laughs> Playoff hockey. It. Uh, we could have a whole episode about Mardi Gras stuff because I dealt with um, block captains um, who okay. who uh, get out at midnight and uh, section off entire like hundreds of feet of neutral ground and claim it as their own and then pay college kids to sit outside and, and guard it. Wait, they pay college kids to just sit outside and guard it? Dude, I, I did not know. I mean, I believe that, but like, there's like, it's weird how there's like a whole nother economy like within Mardi Gras. It's, it's it, weird. This year got really bad. So like, if you, okay, so you listening, you, you, you know, you, you haven't experienced Mardi Gras. You go to a parade, right? I'm sure there's a parade you go to once a year. Or every Sidewalk side, neutral ground side, the middle. Right, so like that, but there's also too, like you go and you get your spot and you sit in chairs and you, you know, people yeah, wave you, and that's it. In Mardi Gras, it's like a it's like a system. It's you've got to yeah. go. You know, you want to get the right spot. So anyway, we encountered getting. I got out early in the morning, and uh, there was no space left. And mm-hmm. then we almost got in a fight with a guy who set his tent in front. Of, it was just, and his family treating the guy like the guy in Denver treated your wife. Like I'll fucking kill you, dude. It was nuts. Well, it was my, actually, I wasn't there. My father in law and mother in law came. My mother in law is nervy as shit, and I love it. And yeah. she's so she's like, "Hey, can you move that tent over?" He's like, "No," da, da, da. and it didn't affect his view at all. Yeah, basically, she was like, he's hey, like, "This is my." Spot. We were in the back, and yeah. and she's like, "Can you move it over so we can like you know see the parade from here?" He's like, ah, da. but and then when he left, apparently she got up and moved the tent. That's hilarious. So anyway, long story short, is Marty That's a bold move, man? Oh, she does. You move someone's tent like she's that, a like New it's, it's going down. Oh man, and, that, and she knows that she's like nobody's gonna mess with her. She's you know. Well, yeah, it's an it's an older woman. She's a, she's a power female, if it's right? Thirty eight or a male in his forties, we're probably getting swung on. Oh, dude. <laughs> So anyway, it was a lot of that. It was a lot of hanging out with the kids. I'll say uh, I'm happy. That I loved hanging out with my kids. I love my with my kids, but I'm, I'm glad school's back. Yes, please go back to school. And I'm, 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 I'm happy that it's done because we can now kind of focus on normal life for a few months before summer hits. Mm-hmm. And that includes hockey. Yes. Because we are now in the playoffs, and this is where we need to talk about the Seattle Kraken. So it's time for your Kraken it's time for your Kraken reaction. What an awkward transition. <laughs> your transition at first was amazing about how like you tied in Mardi Gras to like, you know, playoff hockey. And then you literally messed up the actual verb. Kraken reaction. Kraken reaction. Now, so we, okay, real quick, merch update. Yes. Merch update, because yes. this is kind of the Kraken reaction. Thank you for all, you know, for purchasing merch. There is no merch. We just took your money. It's all a Ponzi scheme. Also, this is the last podcast episode. We're disappearing with your with your money. We'll be living in Aruba. Yeah. <laughs> on the beach. Living like kings, baby. With Morgan Freeman and that other guy. <laughs> I don't think I want to live with the other guy. I don't think I just, like, have orgies and just take billions of dollars from people yeah oh you think about that guy lie, that sounds kind of awesome i'm oh. not saying for you i'm just you know for me well, sure if you can sounds do it like legally a, yeah i mean Absolutely. there's kind of like hanging out in the caymans like just banging each other yeah. and just making print like, and fake money yeah not you and me though right no jesus no <sighs> jeez i might have to watch okay. i don't know Mardi Gras. okay <laughs> all right so merch merch update got real weird real fast long story short is now it's officially in production it's in production because basically you and i also bought a whole bunch of merch so like our money, right, mm-hmm. went into making the merch. It's being produced, yes. and it's going to be done soon. Yes. And we're going to let you know when things hit the mail. And I got to give props to Merch Man. Merch Man Joey. Okay, we're sending, we out, we're sending out notes to you, right? We're sending out notes if you ordered something. Just I wasn't going to tell anybody. Okay, now everyone knows. Well, That's fine. Look, they probably already tuned out, right? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I got to tell, Joey's awesome because I showed up to record the pod today, and there's a little notebook here, and I see 
this one is, uh, and I'm going to say it, is uh, beers for Beneers, order number two. Thanks, Ben. And there's a spot for Joey. And he left 50, 50 pages, right, because of 50 <laughs> orders, blank for me to put my name not only in there yeah. and set me up with the assist, the yes. big apple right here. Yes. But first... Yes, I get you put you put your name second. So like basically, well, I, okay. So uh, I want to I want to like lie and be like I wanted you to do your name first over there, but I'm a I'm a lefty, and so my like my hand get rubs along. Just let me live this. Dream okay, all right. I, I, I wanted to. Okay, yep. That's why I did. You're it. just like my assistant. This okay. is so awesome. Just being honest and, and so merch it back merch is on the way now. Yes. Here's our plan. We got to talk about playoff situation and we're going to talk about the Boston and Toronto game. We're not going to go back to the games that we missed during Mardi Gras because that's our fault. It's not your fault. We're not going to force you to listen to that. But I do want to say this is we for all intents and purposes are in the playoffs right now as Seattle Kraken fans. This team is yes. in the playoffs right now because mm-hmm. we currently sit in the final wild card spot in the Western Conference playoff race. The turntables have turned, but yes, we're still in the in a wild card spot. Now, I'm going to say this is don't get negative on me, negative on me, Kraken fans, because you, you don't get negative. I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> talking to you who's like, oh, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. We, this team is still solid, mm-hmm. and we still have a chance because... We're lucky the Western Conference does suck. For the longest time, all season long, I'm tired of hearing about the Eastern Conference so much better than the West. It's kind of true. And really, right now, even though we are in the final, the, the, the wild card spot, the number eight playoff spot, mm-hmm. right? We're the last spot in. We're only six points away from the top playoff spot. Yeah. And behind us, there's only two teams conceivably that have a chance to get in and possibly beat us. That's the Calgary Flames mm-hmm. and the Nashville Predators. The yes. Predators just kind of made some trades to possibly kind of say, yeah, we're rebuilding a little bit here, right? Or we're going to kind of invest in the future. Yeah. The Flames are pretty good. and The Flames are good. The Predators suck. We should be able to the handle Pred- it. The Preds aren't. They're still good. They're still good. Uh, so anyway, the, but the rest of the teams after, the, it falls off dramatically in terms of points. So what I'm saying to you is this, is, Right now, and I don't have the stats to say this, but statistically, mm-hmm. I think we're going to make the playoffs, and I think we're going to be okay. But we'll break down the rest of the schedule uh, going out from here and determine what's going to happen because it's not looking that easy, but mm-hmm. this is the playoffs, baby. So get excited about being in the playoffs, all right? So I'm excited. So good. Get excited. Now let's talk about last week's game. I think two very different games, right? We had Boston. We had Toronto, mm-hmm. Boston. We lost. Uh, yes. That that still was a great game. We okay. went toe to toe with this juggernaut. Yes, of a, of the best team in the NHL, hands down, no argument. Carolina's close ish. Yeah, but it's Boston. That's it, and we almost beat them. Now Toronto slapped us in the PP, right? So like yes. that's just that's or what you know in your privates, right? Yeah. Okay. It was not good. They so, like nut tapped us for for you know. Right, but I'm being hours. inclusive. So in sensitive areas oh, of your body. Gotcha. Yes, they touched our privates. So they yes, so exactly. So <laughs> let's start with that Boston game uh last week. Boston came to visit us at yes. the Climate Pledge Arena. Yes. Awesome atmosphere. Number 1 Props to the Twitter uh, folks and the, the Kraken Pod fam for finding and taking different angles, different pictures of that sleeping Boston guy. Sleeping Boston with the Coors guy. Light in his hand or whatever it was. Two gifts were given to us on Twitter. We had <laughs> that picture, which I'm going to bring up again because I can't wait to see Boston lose in the conference finals. I'm tired of hearing about Boston and the Bruins. I'm tired of it. Unpopular opinion. I kind of don't. I kind of don't mind them. They're you know? really good. They're so good. But yeah. that's when you're that good in the regular season. Yeah. Usually 
that's like the death kiss. I I agree. And my my issue, and I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but my issue with when I look at that is I I usually think the same thing, but for some reason when I look at them, like they've been doing this the entire season. Their oh, team is their team is so deep, and they got and they just got uh, Jake DeBrusque back, and now he has <clears throat> he has three goals in his past three games since he broke his, uh, his his fibula during the Winter Classic. So, anyways. No, I, I look, I'm not arguing with you there. I just, I just, they're, they're just They've always kind of driven me nuts. I've never liked Boston sports teams. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I'm assholes, yeah. So, uh, anyway, so this game, this was, I thought it was a great game because we came out hot, we came out fast, you know, yes. and we kept up pace. We couldn't finish the job, but I don't know. I feel like it was a pretty good game. I agree that the score ended up being six to five. Honestly, I'm surprised it was even that close because the Kraken were wearing their reverse retros and those fucking sweaters. You call them jerseys. I call them sweaters because I'm a hockey purist. I've been watching it my entire life. You are a new hockey fan. It's true. Um, they're they're cursed, man. Every time the Kraken wear so them, I don't, I don't. They look great, but they are they are they're not. Um, for whatever reason, like we just can't win when we don those sweaters. Um, and again, the Kraken were at the forefront of NHL news again. The same night that we played the Bruins, they trade before puck drop for Dimitri Orlov and Garnet Hathaway from the Washington Capitals. And I'm like, here we go again. Like, Bruins are making moves. The team definitely is made aware of it before puck drop. That's going to energize them. The game ended up being a barn burner. Uh, you know, beers for Beneers, 40 seconds into the game, he so gets awesome a goal. To see. It was so awesome. Uh, his celly is way up there as well. I just love the way he celebrates his goals. Dundertaker makes it uh, two to one, less than two minutes into the second. The big rig himself gets a response goal after uh, Brad Marchand. After he scores, it's 3 3. Um, the game's tied at four going into the third period. It's a lot of back and forth. And then, you know, the Kraken actually have a lead 5 4 after a goal from Schwartzy, but they give up, you know, two goals with a little over four minutes left in the game. And they end up losing six to five. And again, I just mentioned it earlier, Jake DeBrusque is back with Boston. He has three goals in three games. And lo and behold, he's the one that scores the game-winning goal for the Boston Bruins. What I like about the game from the Kraken was the fact that you have this extremely talented Bruins team. Yes. Just top to bottom. It's they've insane. Got, they've got crazy, amazing goal scorers. They've yeah. got a fantastic goaltending core. Uh, defensively, they do what they need to do. Yeah. Everything. They have everything. They have everything. And, yeah. the, and the Kraken arguably don't, right? So, like, yeah. they're a good team. Mm-hmm. It's scoring by committee. And they did that in this game, which is fantastic. So, I mean, props to the Kraken for keeping up with them. But eventually, yes, they got overpowered by just their just, you know, it's just, just too tough. I mean, you yes. know, that does suck to, to watch it be squirreled away at the end of the game with four minutes to go. Yeah, I you know? agree. So it's one of those things like, I'm like, I, I don't know. It's really hard because the game was so back and forth and it was getting so out of control that even when the Kraken had a lead with, you know, four minutes and change left in the game, I'm like, there's no way they're keeping this lead. And I wasn't trying to be negative Nancy over here, but it's just one of those things where the game was so back and forth. It kept being tied, lead change, tied, lead change. Um, I, I wasn't surprised to see them lose the game. It would have been nice to go away with even one point from it. They played their asses off. This is a game that, like, if they would have won it, I think the game versus Toronto would have looked a lot different than what it was, and that uh, this game was not a fun one to watch. No, the, you know, of course we always want to see, we can both agree that we want to see the Leafs lose always, right? Yeah, worst, worst fans in the league. Worst fans in the league, hands down. baby back bitches. Yep, exactly. Uh, by the way, did you see that kid who played the national anthem on the guitar before no. that game? Well, like Jimi Hendrix style? Yes. I mean, that's 
very Seattle-esque, and I appreciate that. But no, I, I missed the national anthem. I, I, yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was incredible. Uh, anyway, so uh, that was a great start to the game. And like you said, great start to the game with uh, uh, Vince Dunn getting the, getting the goal. Undertaker. Right, yeah, Undertaker gets absolutely. that. And we're like, okay, sweet, let's go. God, and then, he's having such a good season. I know we say this is. a lot, but he he's is. been incredible, and he's about to get paid. <laughs> he, he should get paid. He's going to get paid. Look, he's still having you know his uh, defensive lapses, but I think that's, that's, that's a little bit of him and a lot of just in general, yeah, he's the so defense young, is not that man. great, right? Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. You know, so I like agree. he might be covering for people, and then he also too. Anyway, so um, I did also like the fact that the Kraken saluted Mark Giordano, yes, uh, for being the first ever Seattle captain. It's his first game back, mm-hmm. which and- is weird. I I don't know for some reason. I assumed he had already been back at Climate Pledge. They canceled those. Remember those games got canceled. He was supposed. To, I think he was supposed to come back to Toronto, and didn't they get canceled? In I the don't spring know. Of last year, I don't or something know. Like that? Maybe something happened. Knows. I think, and I feel like Toronto was supposed to play in. Maybe I'm. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe. It's Mardi his first Gras. game back, and uh, he gets a goal. So that sucks for us because he was the responsible for Dunnertaker. He made it one to one, and then also um, a puck deflected off his skate earlier in the game, and it actually gave him his 2,045th career block, which is the most all-time, and it passes old teammate uh, from Calgary, Chris Russell. So that's a pretty big accomplishment. And again, he's good. He's such a humble dude that when they asked him about it, he was just like, oh, yeah, you know, like you put yourself in a position and, you know, things kind of happen. So he was looking at it as like almost like a joke. Like, yeah, the puck went off my skate and I technically got a block. But, you know, <laughs> now I have like the all-time block record. But, he, yeah, he's just a humble, awesome dude. He's a class act, and I, he's a big reason why the Leafs actually – I think I think they get their first playoff win and – thousand years or whatever it is but i think I he's a think so fuck he's, that team he's a bit i don't want it to happen <laughs> i will laugh if yes. it does not happen but i feel like he has really come in and, and he's been some glue no he's he's helped them out tremendously and it's crazy because i remember last uh last season before he was traded and when he was a captain and i think maybe this was just uh like a symptom of us being new hockey fans there was like a large percentage of kraken fans that did not like giordano and i remember looking at that and being like, I don't understand how you can not like this guy. Then when you and I had that, um, when we interviewed Piper Shaw and she was talking about how great he was, remember like the, the story about her, like being on the road and how she would like go to get her bags from the bus. And he'd be like, Oh, Hey Piper. And then he would like, he, like pick up her luggage for her and hand it to her. Right. And she was like, you know, my name, like he's such a fucking, like I hear good stories, human being. Yeah. He's a good dude. Anyways, I hear stories like that. And I'm like, how can you not love and root for someone like that? And so anyways, he's great. That's why I'm proud to have his, you know, like I, I got his Jersey. It was on discount after he got traded last year, mm-hmm. but uh, that's the Kraken Jersey that I have. And I proudly wear it. I mean, he's, for, he's forever going to be, I accidentally hit a button. <laughs> He's, He's forever going to be chirping. If you barely, <laughs> if you barely hear a cricket in the background, it's because I hit a button. That's that's our chirp button. It's our chirp. Uh, we yeah. just chirped you. So um, anyway, Mark Giordano, I think, is a class act, and he gets that goal. Yeah. And then after that, it was just a, Austin Matthews, Austin uh, with an eye. Austin he, with an he eye. He gets two goals. Turns out he's pretty good. Which um, I don't know what's up with the score sheets and like when they have his name on TV, mm-hmm. like they constantly misspell his name on TV. And anytime you see it anywhere, yeah, it has an O. It in really, it. I know they spell it with an O, which yeah. I don't know why they I'm haven't been corrected sure yet. You're American, and here in America, we spell. Oh, name, our Austin's right. with an I, Like dude. Texas, baby. Yeah, That's how I, it works. I don't go to Austin, Texas. Yeah. I go to Austin, Texas. I hope the NHL fixes that 
uh, eventually because yeah, someone needs to really get know. on that. It's really know. embarrassing. Great um, goal score though. Also, uh, random little interesting note I saw here: this actual score was the reverse of the last matchup that we had against the Maple Leafs because the last time we played them in their barn, we won five to one good, on good. that epic road trip. Hey, good so, find, Statman. Thank Way you. I appreciate that, Statman, Merchman, Merchman, Stat, Merchman, Man Statman. Man. <laughs> so, um. It was really weird, and I think uh, Nick Olchek, friend of the pod, uh, so he Nicky, he, he had some uh, good points after the game as well. I was watching like the post game coverage about how like the puck just wasn't going the Kraken's way. Like there was a really good like high danger chance for Yanni Gord where he just like couldn't quite get his stick on the puck, and the net was wide open. Blah blah blah. There were a lot of opportunities for the Kraken to get like a, a couple of goals, and they weren't able to do it. I still don't think that even if they capitalize on those chances, they would have won this game. Um, Toronto basically just handed us our asses. So it is what it is. We have to move on from it short-term memory. Again, we, we played Boston, top-tier team in the East, and then we played Toronto, top-tier team in the East. Yes. We kept up with Boston. We couldn't keep up with, with Toronto. It just yeah. That just shows you the level of where we are. I think, you know... I, I think, would love Burkowski to be back at some point because this is uh, making me sad because we look like a completely different team minus one dude, which we again do. shows our lack of... Um, the depths. Unlike you and I, we never have a lack of the depths. We're always in the depths. Always in the depths. But for but for the Kraken, this is a this is an issue. They they are lacking the depth, which is weird for a sea creature. Just throw that out. There. That's true. We're that just in true. shallow waters all the time, we're, being like, come, you know, don't make us go down. We're young. We're a young Kraken. We're trying to figure yes. out where do we go. Like, yeah. see, you know, like a lot, yeah. of, a lot of sea animals start off. On the beach. There you go. That's what we're doing. Yeah, we're like waiting in the water right now with like floaties on our elbows being like, should we go out further? And Burkowski's like, wait for me. All those little fish, those little fry, you know, little baby fish. They like hang out in the coral. Like, oh yeah, poke their head out. Should I go out yet? I don't know. I'm going to come back in. That's why the sharks kicked our ass the other day. That was stupid. That was a stupid game. (laughs) That was in the middle of Mardi Gras. And I'm glad we're not talking about that game because that game pissed me off. Oh, you mean how we got shut out by a horrible team? Horrible team. Moving on. Bad, 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 bad. All right. So there's a couple of ways that there's so much happening in hockey right now. Uh, I I, I kind of, before we start talking about this week for the Kraken, mm-hmm. uh, they play the Blues tonight. We're recording Tuesday um, in, in St. Louis. We should talk about kind of like the state of the union, state of the Kraken a little bit here. Okay. And uh, the Burakovsky stuff that you just mentioned, yes. right? And I think everyone agrees, unless you're just stupid, mm-hmm. uh, that he well, really... I'm pretty dumb, so I'm going to disagree. Well, you're going to disagree with yourself? In your notes that you've taken here? I don't, Maybe what, I put those notes just down just to, just to throw you off. You said <laughs> Berkey, Berkey being out has definitely caused um, a lack of offensive, I guess, creativity. I mean, he's so good. I mean, yeah, he's our leading point scorer. Yeah, he's, yeah. And he draws so much attention on the ice. Yeah. We just need him back. So what's the latest on when he may be coming back? So it's interesting because... Um, John Forslund actually sat down with Ron Francis uh, this past Sunday. So we're recording this on Tuesday morning, so two days ago, and he asked him specifically about Andre Burakovsky. And the quote from Ron Francis was, in quote, we hope to get him back in the next couple of weeks. So I know that's not saying hope. a ton, but he is lower body industry, which unfortunately uh, that, that comes for everybody. Yeah. In this case, it was the non-contact against the Islanders. The freaking first game back from you know all the boys being on the beach getting their tan on. And he, he played like a 40-second shift before he had to skate off the ice. Not good. Yep, remember um, that. But he's been week to week. And I was actually looking into this, to this last night, seeing if there's any more information I could find. There's literally nothing. It's the NHL. Everything is vague. He's week to week. And Ron Francis says, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. But the good part is, is that as I was looking into the schedule upcoming on this road trip, 
aside from the game on Sunday against Colorado, these are all teams that are not good. Like the Kraken should get let's, some wins. Let's I'm talk. Just, about I'm just this. throwing that out there. Let's talk about this a little bit. So we here's a couple of things, and I think this kind of does play into this week big time. Mm. Is the trade deadline? The trade deadline is this Friday, March third. Yes. So a lot of big time stuff's going to happen this week. It's already started to happen. Big trades happened yesterday. There, Nashville, you know, got about a billion draft picks for giving up guys, mm-hmm. um, and and things are starting to shake up. Apparently, according to the rumors, Patrick Kane is supposed to sign with the Rangers. Oh, so I, I know I saw the rumors. I didn't know where he was going to go exactly. Interesting. So, like the Chicklets guys are basically saying, like, hey, look, uh, uh, the source sources say that Patrick Kane today this. Like Tuesday. as in Tuesday. Yep. When this podcast comes out, he is a New York Ranger. He is going to be a New York Ranger. It's almost 99% done. Gotcha. So um, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be moving around. Didn't now, Timo Meyer, he just got shipped over to uh, New Jersey mm-hmm. for a whole bunch of stuff. Exactly. Gotcha. So draft picks are flying out the door right now because there's mm-hmm. a lot of teams in the mix that could get, you know, could get somewhere. And, 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 and honestly, the East is so good. Uh, all those teams have chances to win the cup. So yeah. when it comes to the Seattle Kraken and what they're going to do for the trade deadline. I think that also plays into what we have going on. I, yes. My guess is this is uh, last week or uh, maybe it was this weekend same thing. Uh, both uh, was it Ron Francis or was it Dave Haxel had said this. I think Dave Haxel said that like mm-hmm. he's he is very confident and happy with this the, was Haxtel. I Haxtel. remember this quote. Yes, with He's, the with the top nine. Yeah, he said because our top so fourth line guys are like, "What the fuck?" Oh shit! <laughs> Which Spronger's been healthy scratched. That is the one thing. Okay, so we have to talk about this, and because there's been some articles that have come out, and Haxel, like you said, he flat out said it about he's very confident in his top nine, which again leaves the fourth line looking around at each other, like being like, "What's going on here?" The Spronger healthy scratch makes me nervous. Like, are they purposefully not playing him so he doesn't risk an injury so they can get as much as they can for him in return? Because if you're looking at Spronger as a as a sell-high scenario, this would be it, which I hate to say that because I love him. I think he provides Seattle with something that they desperately need. He's such a high-energy guy. He plays his ass off. He deserves to go to... Oh, I don't want to say go go somewhere. I want him to stay with Seattle and get the contract he deserves. But would I be surprised if he gets shipped at this point? No, I would not. All all signs right now point to he's gone. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, Susie, number one. Because, I mean, Ron Francis literally called Susie out. And he hasn't said anything specific about what their trade plans are. But he did say that Susie could be made available because two factors. One, he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of this season, which, you know, the Kraken are trying to build long-term, blah, blah, blah. And two, you and I were talking about this over the phone the other day. He's a big dude. He might not be that good, but people love big dudes. And also, uh, after that trade for Jacob Megna, that kind of opened things up and left some question marks around him. We dude. have liquid hot Megna, and now it's like, okay, what are we going to do with the Seuss? He might be actually let loose. So I think Seuss has had a, a rougher year for us. Yes. He went through that stretch where his you know his penalties, taking dumb penalties left and right. Yeah. Uh, he is Piper Shaw's favorite hockey player, if you remember that, going back to uh, our interview. They went to the same college Something together. like that. So, you know, same and cloud? Look, I did, I want to stop for a second, and I did see some tweets yesterday uh, in some of our threads uh you know it's it's tough being a, a a sports fan a hockey fan and you get 
totally like. I know it's really tough just watching hockey games and talking about. It. <laughs> what I'm saying is like you, you know, you like stuff like, man, I really like these guys. I like this team. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's business, and when guys get shipped off, it's just part of it. So like, yeah. I see some people who are like, don't trade anybody because I really like everybody on the team. Like, I, I just don't understand that mentality because yeah, no, this it's, it's not. You got to ship. A, you got things are going to happen. You can't get yeah. you know to look. It's, Have you ever watched a sport ever? Like this is what happens all the time. It's just part of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I think this is, I'm, I'm putting on my Ronnie hat right now. Uh-huh. And I think this is what a lot, to, to people's credit, I'm always kind of looking for the big splashes, the big things and is being super. You love that shit. You I do love, love like attaching the, the crack and trauma to like, to like stars. Like but I'm all a, off season, you're like Johnny hockey, baby. Here we go. Yeah, we got our guys. We got our guys. He was, look, I'm trusting Ron. I'm putting my Ronnie. W-W-R-D. W-W-R-D. What would Ronnie do? I, what would Ronnie do segment? Here we yeah. go. I put my hat on okay so i'm like ronnie it. i'm ronnie francis now i don't think he wear a backwards hat but i i respect that he would yes he totally would okay uh okay question for for twitter would ron francis wear a backwards hat ever like if he's working out maybe nah he's, he's a, got a he's sweet flow guy. though yeah that's uh, all i'm saying his, his, his hair's way too nice so here's what he's gonna he's looking at this is i think i think the kraken can make the playoffs Okay. Pretty easily, as long as we just don't flat out lose almost every game here on out. Oh, that's a, that's a, yeah. <laughs> because the West is so bad, as I teased, and we'll go over the stats here in a second. I think he's thinking, you know what, a huge win for us in our second season is making the playoffs, and that's great. I agree, yeah. There's no reason to... Just just touch a little bit, just the tip, just to see how it get, feels. Get, like, just touch a little bit. What are you talking, bit? like a hockey stick, right? Yeah. Tip of a hockey stick. Yes. So, uh, there's he's, he's not going to risk... The future, as we've seen, he wants to build for the future, yeah. which has played out pretty well so far. Yeah. So we're going to make the playoffs. That's going to be an awesome vibe. Are we going to Are we going to be Stanley Cup favorites? No, right? Mm-hmm. Could magic happen? You never know. You never know, right? But uh, I think he's thinking we've got some trade assets. Let's get rid of some of these guys that we've had question marks about, like Seuss. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Sprongs. I don't know. I don't know why he's kind of fallen off the radar for us, but I think he's gone. So I think we're going to get some picks. We're going to get some, maybe some people, right? Okay. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, but he's not going to do anything absolutely insane other than just get us more future clout for yeah. bigger things. We've got a little bit of wiggle room when it comes to the cap, all that sort of stuff. So I think he's cool with what we have right now. I think he's thinking we will make the playoffs. We're, we're good. Yes. If we don't make the playoffs, you know, it'll be an epic collapse and that's totally fine too. Yes. We really have... If we don't make the playoffs, it's really not even a loss for us because we've had a good season. Okay. I now go. Just feel like you're twisting things. Take the hat off. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Jeff wants the team to make the playoffs. I know you did because you were screaming this from the mountaintops during the offseason when I said I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. He's not going to panic though, Mister. He is Mister Cool, Ronnie Cool. Yeah, he's playing. he, He knows what's up, and he's got a plan. And I'm happy with that. So, I mean, he literally actually said that they have a plan going forward and that they want to add depth and that they are, quote, not afraid to make a move. So So, it's all kind of there. Let's talk right now about the standings and where the Kraken are. We currently sit in the last wild card spot. So here's how it works in the NHL, which is honestly kind of new to me still. It's only been like this for like five, six years. I wish it would change. But anyway, is the top three in each division – Lock for playoffs. Automatic. Auto- yeah. So you're in. So if you're if you are in the top three in your division, you're in. So there's six that are automatically in. Winning in. Each conference. And then there's two wild card spots. So the remaining teams, whoever has the 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 whoever is sitting in, you know, one, two at the top of that list, yes. they are the wild card teams. They mm-hmm. get in, right? So currently the Kraken have 70 points, and we are in the second wild card spot, right? Yes. Now the number one 
spot in the Western Conference is the Golden Knights. They have 76 points. Yes. So there's only six points that separate all, right as of right now, eight playoff teams in the Western Conference. Get a little tight. We're, we're riding, I like to call this the uh, the Kraken Coaster, and it's, we're riding it for the next two months. It's tight, okay? But here's what's awesome, is the bottom of the Western Conference sucks badly. Yes. So right now, the two teams that could conceivably, you know, catch up to us, like there's just... There's no way anybody from the St. Louis Blues down, okay? The Blues have 57 points right now. Canucks, 53. The Coyotes down. Sharks, Blackhawks, Ducks. No Ironic, way. considering happening. we uh, play them tonight when this podcast comes out. So this is, as always, an important week. Here's my thing is the Flames and the Preds, and the Preds has kind of sold off assets, and everybody's thinking, oh, they're done. They're tanking. Well, but yeah, the Preds are still winning right now. They're on a three-game win streak. Well, that's a sneaky good team. That's going to fade away. Their GM f- is fucking trash. Like, that team is is a dumpster the, fire. The Predators always in the NHL are kind of there. That's annoying. The last tw- yeah. 10, 15, 10 years, we have back-to-back been back games against them in March, by the way, because I got invited Huge. to go out to Nashville for those games. I don't think I can make it. Well, dude, I'm telling you is that's that's going to be big this yeah I, no i'm trust me i know i'm i would love to go so the flames 66 points right and then the preds 64 then the blues 57 points so we've got uh so anyway yes we are doing i think we make the playoffs we're treading here. water like i said we had the floaties on well, our elbows and we're like should we go deeper and we're waiting for burakovsky to get off the beach let's yes we need him back badly yeah. but let's look at the last you know 20 something games Tonight against the Blues. This is it's in St. Louis, but you've got to win this game. Yeah, you've got you had two nasty losses yes. against the best teams in the NHL, yeah. basically, right? Yeah, and you've got the Blues who aren't that great. They are on a five-game losing streak, which sucks for hockey karma because they're at home. And Something on- has got to flip for us or for them, right? It's one of those things like there's a head-on collusion coming. Like who's going to come out of this? I, so I, the they need to come out strong and hot. Yeah. Strong and hot. Maybe stop, uh, maybe come out sprung and hot and stop making him a fucking healthy scratch. No, they're going to trade say, him. They're already, at, they're already at peace with getting rid of him. I say, let's, let's make a move and get and get him off the, let's, I, I think, know we talked about not getting emotional, but I really love Spronger. Me too. And I just want him, but honestly, so fast. he'll be one of those dudes where like, no matter where he goes, and I would love for him to stay, but I really doubt at this point, no matter where he goes, as long as he gets a contract he deserves, I'm happy because I'm rooting for him no matter what. I'm just ready. I'm ready for the the deadline to come so things are solidified. We don't have to sit around and go, like, what's happening? Speculate. Who's doing what? That yeah. sort of thing. So, but yeah, they lost five in a row. You know, we've lost a handful in a row. They're 26, 28, and five. They're not, uh, they're not the best team. This is a game that the Kraken should, um, you know, and very well could win. So we'll see what happens. Now, okay, so then Thursday night against the Red Wings, which yeah. we, we handled Detroit, the Red Wings. Red Wings podcast. Yes. Yes. We cooled them off, though. They were hot. We beat them a couple weeks ago. They yes. were hot then, and we cooled them off. Yes. Now, last night, they got throttled in Ottawa. Ottawa's on our schedule, too. Ottawa's, like, really good. They're, yeah, they're, they're, really, they're good. really fired up right now, which is good. But here's the thing about Detroit, right, is it's at home. Mm-hmm. They lost last night. Little Caesars Arena. Little Caesars Arena. Solid. The best fast food pizza you're going to get. Uh-huh. Um, but the only fast food pizza. <laughs> like Domino's, Papa John's. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know. Little no one Caesar's. does a hot and ready. It's all I'm saying. No, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but, so the Red Wings, it's Thursday night, the night before the trade deadline. The Red Wings are flirting with the same thing the Kraken are flirting with. Yeah. Like, should it be buyers or sellers? They are What's going on? The, on? Yeah. the cost of the playoffs. They yeah. could make it. Dylan Larkin situation. Which He's going to be. said our GMs are like mirroring each other. So 
So are, are we really surprised that things are looking like this for them as well? So they're trying to figure, are they going to trade Dylan Larkin, get something for him because yeah. he may or may not sign. Yeah. He's a UFA at the end of the season and they're going back and forth. So what's going to happen? Do you get something for him mm-hmm. uh, and send him to a team that can make a playoff push? So yeah. I'm hoping they this. They just give us Dylan Larkin. That'd be great. Yeah, just, for, just, just pick for him up on the way back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I would totally. For some salmon. I would love him. Uh, but so what I'm hoping is that there's still looming weirdness. Like they haven't d- made a move yet. Yes. Come Thursday night and they're waiting for Friday morning. So there's looming weirdness oh, in Detroit. Like over their head in the locker room on Thursday. It messes yes. with them. We get the win and then Friday comes. Got so it. Here's my prediction is if, okay. the, if, the, if the Red Wings make a move, mm-hmm. a clear move before the Kraken play in Detroit on Thursday night. Okay. Then I think that's going to be a tough game. If yeah. there's still looming moves to yeah. be made by the Red Wings. And they're hitting the ice being like, what's going on? What's Am going I getting on? shipped? That's going to be the talk. I haven't heard anything. Is Larkin going to get shipped off? Maybe the, the Kraken have made moves by then. So now we hoping. know what's going That's on. And we're like, let's fucking go. And Burakovsky's there because he keeps showing up at practice. Maybe so, he's there, but he's not dressed. And he's like, let's go, boys. I think, I honestly think that Ronnie Francis should can win this game for the for the Kraken against the Wings. By making his moves early. Yeah, chestnut checkers. Let's yep. get settled in, and then we can focus on playing hockey the rest so of the So the Wings, and honestly, the Blue Jackets, like nobody ever thinks of them ever, and I, you never know what you you're going to get. You shouldn't have to think They are not them. good, but no. you never know what you're going to get. They're the worst team in the Eastern Conference, but you never know what you're going to get against that damn team. So, like, well, most I'm, of the time you get, you get losses because they're horrible. I'm worried about that team. I'm worried <laughs> about that team for some reason. So St. Louis, got to win this. Red Wings, I don't know. Columbus, I don't know. And then Colorado, in Colorado, yeah. yes. on Sunday. Yeah, third in the Central. They're 33-19-5. Uh, they're top five overall in the NHL. They're actually number fourth. Uh, team in goaltending in the league. They give up 157 goals uh, all season. That's 2.7 goals per game. I looked this this stat up before last night because last night I made a note that they've won five in a row, but they had to play the Vegas Golden Knights. They blanked them 3 nothing. So they have now won six in a row. Um, the Avs are starting to get hot at the right time. They're getting healthier. They're getting better. They are a really good team. Uh, their home ice advantage is very real. Like the Pepsi Center in Denver is an awesome place for them to play. Uh, you know, lots of Blink-182 and sing-alongs and waving white towels and the whole deal. So, I, I don't know, man. I just, I'm looking at the three it's games. Tough. I'm looking at the three games before that. These are all games a Kraken should win. I would love to get a little, uh, you know, mini winning mini winning streak going uh, together before we go into Colorado and play and play these dudes. We need to, but I also do like the fact that they've won so many games. Because that's gonna, there's no way they yeah. keep that going. So, like, I would like to see that snapped either by the Kraken or just before. Yeah, I get it. So, that's going to be tough. And it's also, too, we're in the thick of this Western Conference race, which is pretty nuts. Then after that, I'm just looking ahead. Um, we've got, uh, going into the next week, Anaheim and Ottawa. Now, Anaheim sucks. We know that. That's at home. Ottawa comes to us. But they're a tough team. Yeah, they, they're a tough team. I, and I'm going to say this is, I watched a little bit of that game last night, the Red Wings-Ottawa game. Mm-hmm. And the I, what is Ottawa all about? That might be the worst, to me, in-game mm-hmm. experience. Because it's all like techno and loud noises. You just sold me on... That's why, is that why Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is about to buy them? Is that the team that he's about to buy? Yeah. Is, is the Ottawa Senators? Yeah, okay. that's all, it's like, like before face-offs. They're just like, playing <laughs> Sandstorm. <laughs> no, they were. 
they were doing like and like not ironically like all yeah. that stuff and then like it was it's just like loud crazy noises yeah. it's a party it's but it's not a party welcome it's to like, Ottawa it's They're a weird the techno Canadian, capital of Canada and I basically grew up almost in Canada and like I love Canada and some Canadian teams get it but like what is Ottawa doing with their in-game stuff if you if you just you, sold me on it so I don't know you tell me they're coming to climate pledge but if you see if you happen to be on some app and you can watch a game where Ottawa's at home watch the game and let me know am I just an old man mm -hmm. that likes rock and roll mm -hmm. right and hardcore rap <laughs> so anyway after that game though it's Western Conference where's the backwards hat one time bonanza look yeah. after that game it's literally all Western Conference and that's what they do that's what the NHL does man they line it up oh, that yeah. last month is like all division stuff so after yeah, the as Ottawa they should by the way because the yeah. NHL overall is fucking doo-doo when it comes to scheduling like I have so many bones to pick with this damn league they need to hire us as consultants already I have lots of notes on how to they didn't call this you league. they called me oh uh, no they, shoot I'm sorry brother I didn't realize that. This is awkward. It's okay, let's talk about the rest solo. of the games here. Uh, so then we can move into, and I'm, just, I'm giving you dates, but yeah. um, you got Dallas, Dallas, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Two games in Dallas. That's or No, that's at home. Dallas comes to see us at home, right? So Dallas, Dallas, San Jose, eesh, you know, Edmonton, eh? Dallas, Nashville, Nashville, Minnesota, which Minnesota's on the decline. Anaheim sucks. Again, LA, Arizona, Vancouver, Arizona, Chicago, Arizona. All right, so look, we got some... We, Our schedule's decent, man. I'm telling you, we, we just, we, we got us, but we have to start with this little, you know, road trip coming up and take care of these teams wait, that are, count. that are worse than, than we are. Because if we can get this winning streak going together, have a good game against Colorado on yeah. Sunday, the rest of the schedule is favorable and it's getting closer and closer to the timeline of Burakovsky coming back and the trade deadline making moves. Are you counting with your actual fingers? Yes. Okay. Okay. Of the, of the remaining games. Of the remaining games, yeah, we have got about ten playoff teams. Okay, okay. Of the remaining games, we have uh, let's see, one, two. This is great podcasting. Three, uh, four. Literally using your fingers. Yes. Five. The <laughs> uh, six, six, <laughs> seven. Okay. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Mm -hmm. So we what did I say? Eight playoff. Teams and 12 non-playoff teams right now. So we have it. Okay. We have it. Yeah. There is your well-put-together yeah. breakdown of what's Definitely happening. Definitely not on Bracken. the fly. Definitely not using your fingers to count. Do not, please do not come back at me with the stats because my finger, uh, my finger counting yeah. is unmatched. You counted six twice, by the way. I Did I count six twice? Yeah, you said six, no. six, seven, eight. Well, as you, as you, <laughs> as you may be able to guess... My uh, my one first grader or my uh -huh. one second grader. I knew you were going to blame your kids. Here we go. Here and my we go. Two kindergartners. Mm -hmm. Homework time. I'm not blaming them. I'm telling you, homework time is rough around the music house. I, yeah, see, I can tell. I can barely count. They on think fingers. there's two sixes. We were counting on oranges the other day because those were what were available. So, gotcha. long story short, the Kraken are going to make the playoffs. We have really good chances with the remaining games. I concur. They can do this. They're not going to sell. They're going to sell off our assets, get a lot of future stuff in return. <sighs> yeah. No big splashes. We know Ronnie Francis is a big investor mm -hmm. and he knows how to invest. We, we, the future is great. We are going to have playoffs in Seattle. Book mm. it. Okay. Finger math. Finger math. Hashtag finger math. Uh, okay. The Kraken are playoff bound. <laughs>
But in, <laughs> hey, if you are a newer hockey fan, if you didn't watch hockey before the Seattle Kraken, this is really literally the playoffs right now and so fun to watch because every team, every game counts. This is awesome. March, April, May, June, and hockey are the best months of the year. Which is also the whole time what you are getting at, which is that this is the playoffs now because every game at this point really does matter. And yep. that's exactly what we're talking about. Yep. So finger math yep. all the way to the bank. We need Berkey back. We got finger math. We got, we're good. <laughs> we are good. <laughs> Which, by the way, I also do. I think I'm retiring. I think I'm retiring uh, my DraftKings while I'm still oh, doing so you're it. bailing on the team when they need you the most. Well, should I bring it back? Yeah, of course you should bring it back. What do you mean should you I bring it like back? I felt like it got to be... Okay, so what I'm talking about is my, my feel-good, my yeah, good vibes good parlay. vibes only parlay. Yeah. But I feel like it, it started to taint the team a little bit. No, not at all. Okay. It started going off the rails when we got drunk for two weeks and disappeared and right. we stopped doing bets. Just I'm still doing it. Put a dollar down. I'm, doing, I'm still going to do we're it. We're not Mr. Moneybags over here. No, that's why I'm running low on my DraftKings Oh, well, yeah. Well, you know. But I love it every day. I, yeah. I have a method. By the way, we're talking about DraftKings Sportsbook. Mm-hmm. But I have a method. My method right now is how do I spend ten dollars a day mm-hmm. and how can i make enough bets to cover and make more than that so can i walk can i spend okay. 10 and 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 profit six eight nine ten twenty dollars every day gotcha that's what i'm working on right now how can i hack okay. the system to okay. make the right bets I think you might need I'm to climbing. work on your system because you got finger math no. going i don't I need, think you're the guy who should be counting cards it, over as here. long as maddie Cashes on the Calder, we're good. I'm, all my money's coming back. Yeah, right? I'm holding on to that for yeah. for dear life. But the action never ends. DraftKings Sportsbook, I love it. I hope you love it too. If you're a new fan, you can have a lot of fun uh, all year round. Uh, it's not just the NHL too. You can you can bet on everything. It's so much fun to go take a look around. You can set parlays on like a hockey game, uh, something in golf, something in basketball. Right now, DraftKings Sportsbook giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Uh, that is right. Make your first bet up to $1,000. If it doesn't win, you get another shot to cash in. Again, any of the sports, so much stuff's covered. Same-game parlays are so much fun. Uh, the spreads, the money lines, the over-unders, the props. Everything is in there is, is endless. And what I really love about it, too, is it is very secure. Every time I go to sign in, it, it makes you punch in your code or you can do the face stuff. Whatever it is, they make sure that DraftKings is safe, it's secure, it's reliable. And what's awesome, too, is like you can throw money in there and take it out whenever you want. There's no like big-time waiting. They don't kind of mess with you on that like some other crazy apps kind of do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and make your first deposit. Get a risk-free bet up to 1000 bucks. Promo code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network, the Kraken Pod, uh, members of that, proud members of THPN. That's your promo code, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. So I'm bringing it back then. Okay. Good Vibes Parlay yes. starts tonight against... The Blues. Which, Blues, yes. I almost forgot. Who are we playing tonight? Odds are you're listening to this probably on Wednesday. But anyway, we'll see. So, yeah, okay. I don't know who I'm Good feeling for only. wins tonight. Crack and win. I'm calling it now. I've been putting... I think I think if when when Father Canner scores... Yes. I think life is good for the Kraken. 
Yeah, there was a couple of really weird uh, moments in the game against uh, Toronto where I just feel like he kind of mishandled the puck. He just didn't look like he was all the way there. They all were yeah. off. So I know I might that might be my my goal scoring bet for tonight. We'll okay. see what's up. Father Canner, you're great at calling goal scores. By the it's way, it's been a while, dude. I got to get a hot streak, just like the Kraken need a hot streak. So I'm okay. going to get back on. Okay. It. All right. So Raycon, Raycon. The look, we've got some sweet deals for you with Raycon. It's basically premium audio at the perfect price point. So Raycon can be, it's everything, right? It can be like Bluetooth speakers, earbuds, gaming headphones. They have everything that you need and they got you covered because Raycon's like one of the best things about them is like it's high quality stuff and it's at half the price of the other premium audio brands, which half the time you're paying for the brand, right? It's not even the tech, it's the brand. So you don't have to to choose. You can choose through a whole bunch of different things. You can pick a pair and a spare and you'll still pay less than you would with some of the other guys, right? So you need to check out what they have because again, you've got those options, so many different ones, low prices. You can buy now, pay later. There's easy and free return guarantees on that. There's tons of different things that you will get with Raycon that you won't get with others, right? Uh, Gel tips, all the awesome quality when it comes to earbuds, water and sweat resistant. What you want to do is you need to go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today. So you're going to a website. It's buyraycon.com slash THPN, and you can get 15% off your Raycon order. So buyraycon.com slash THPN, 15% off your order. So buyraycon.com slash THPN. There you go. I like to buy a pair or a spare. Is that you who said that? that Uh, Is that in the read? I I just made that up. Just okay. I, Joey, I made that up. I can tell it did not come from the ads. Okay, I like that. I also like the sweat. You seem like a dude who sweats a lot when you get your when you get moving. So sweat resistant. I'm sitting here right now. I'm sweating. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, also you're buttoned up to your neck for no reason on your button up shirt. I wore pants too. I got to buy. You're an idiot. What are you doing? I get it. I told you at the beginning of the pod. My shorts all are like old man shorts. I need cool new like golf shorts. You need to get some jorts. I do need some jorts. You need some jorts. There's no breathability in jorts. Yeah. You're cool with it? Just don't wear some underwear. So, you know, get, I'm a let, sweaty let the guy. wind do its thing. For non-sweaters like yourself, it's cool. Jorts. Okay? Yeah. You got some... I just glisten. I glow. Swamp ass all day long. <laughs> I got to take care of that. By the way, uh, they are not technically sponsors, but Weggle Golf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm going to go. I'm no, gonna yeah, go. Those... I need to buy some shorts. I'm buying some shorts. Some cool shorts. So, okay. All right. So let's get into this because this kind of came up earlier this week talking about Spronger. Yeah. Is uh, No Dumb Questions. What is No Dumb Questions? Well, No Dumb Questions is where you can ask us anything. Other podcasts, if you called in, which I don't know if that happens on any podcast, but if yeah. you wrote in and said, hey, I got a question about this, I don't know about this with hockey, they would literally print your email up. And then crumple it up yeah. and then throw it in the trash and laugh at you. Mm-hmm. We do not. Or they put it on like a target where they throw darts at while laughing at you. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I've, I've seen, seen it, it too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's brutal out It's there. sad. It's the unspoken yeah. of the, the, the podcast industry. It's yeah. just not. You think they're your friends. You think friends of the pod? We're just saying that facetiously. No, that's what they do. It's so sad. But mm-hmm. we don't do that because no. we are the podcast for those new and old to hockey. So if you've got a question and you're afraid to ask another podcast about it, ask us. We will answer it in no dumb questions. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. So, Joey, what is this week's no dumb question? So this one comes from at Slacken Kraken on that. Twitter. Huge fan of that. And the question is basically, 
can you explain to me scratches? And this question came from, you know, with injuries going on, um, why didn't someone like Daniel Sprong, uh, why isn't he getting some game time? Um, so basically, like, what the hell's going on with scratches? And I'll let you go ahead and explain this because I'm a hockey noob. Yeah. So and go ahead. By the way, ask us across any social media at Crock and, Crock, at Crock and Pod. Crock and Pod. Dude, we should do a Crock Pod. We should do a Crock Pod podcast called Crock and Pod. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> it's like a Crack and Pod <laughs> slash Crock and Pod. So it's half hockey, half ASMR. With Crock Pods. With Crock Pods. Crock and pot. Crock and pot. Write it down. We're just going to eat roast beef and stews. <laughs> what can you do? In 110 degree Louis, uh, New Orleans heat. <laughs> Welcome I'm, to the crock and pod. I'm all Jeff's about already it. sweating. He wore pants again. Shh, musty. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Clorsey, which is slack and cracking, uh, sent this via Twitter DM. So feel free anytime you got something. So. What is a, technically a scratch is a term for a player who has been scratched from his team's lineup. So literally, like you, if you're looking at a paper lineup, here's all my starters. You scratch them off the list, yeah, right? Line through the name, right? Exactly. That you scratch them, right? You scratch them right off, and that could be for one of many different reasons. So here's the thing: is talking about sprongs is okay. So that could be it could be injury. Yes, it could be a coach's decision, and a coach's decision could be anything. Literally anything. Anything it could be. I don't like that guy. Yeah, he's got swamp ass, and I don't want him on the bench. Mm-hmm. Or, or we're gonna trade you soon. We're gonna and trade him. We don't want you getting hurt. Or you're a, a, a star player, and you're underperforming, and you are gonna sit until you perform. Like to send a message. Yeah, and that's often used by NHL coaches. Like you'll have guys who are like, why is that guy sitting? Well, something happened. Mm-hmm. Underperforming. Coach doesn't like you. Yeah. Get your shit together. Whatever it might oh, be. Oh shit! Oh boy! And uh, help me out here. Philadelphia, the, the, the Phillies coach. Yeah, Torts. Torts. Yeah, Tortorella. He does that shit a lot. Where he's like, "Oh yeah, we're well, watch this." He's you're, old school. You're a scratch tonight. It's like, "Oh, that's cool. I'm your top scorer." Talk I don't give a fire. fuck. Yeah. So that's what's that's basically what it means is scratches can be anything. It can also be also illness. Ill- illness. Illness. It could be like, "Hey, we got to send this guy down uh, tomorrow, so he's gonna sit because we want to make sure that he doesn't get uh, hurt." Yeah. And the same thing with trading. So like you know. Uh, that's what we're thinking with 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 Sprongs is that he's uh, sitting on the bench because he's some um, valued you know trade bait, and yeah. we don't want him to get injured. You know what I mean? So like mm. that's like Jonathan Taze on the on the uh, Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. He was rumored to be traded. It was like over Mardi Gras break for us. Yes, uh, there was a rumor about him coming to the Kraken, and we had lots of reaction to that. Right. So I- couldn't even spell hockey during that time You could period. not, or Taze. Yes. Spell Taze, by the way. T-O-E-W-S. Oh, look at you. Bang. Look at you. You man. like that? Right, good job. Um, but he had just, they just announced that he's out for the rest of the season because he's suffering from like long COVID. Like he's mm, yeah. got some, like he's got some, they're trying to figure some stuff out. So hopefully he's all right. Yeah. But anyway. Upper respiratory. Right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but you know, so that's why you, you, that's why you scratch people. So it's like, yeah. it. there's really not a definition for it. There's really not like a, a clear and like, it's just one of those things in sports, in hockey, like, well, okay, he's scratched. Why? And what yeah. does that mean? Yeah. Hurt. One of those things. So it's kind of like a overall, like encompassing blanket answer. But the thing is, and I bring this up with the NHL a lot, because again, as a new NHL fan, it still blows my mind how they are allowed to be so vague with so many things. When as an example, I'm a lifelong football fan. And I think this ties in a lot to fantasy football. You know exactly what is going on with everybody all the time. Like as soon as somebody goes down, there's like doctors on Twitter giving their stuff. You know, like Adam Schefter is breaking news. Like you know exactly what the injury looks like, the treatments, 
um, you know, estimated timeline of when they're going to come back. The coaches are talking about it. The players themselves, like it's, it's all these things. And then with hockey, it's like healthy scratch. <laughs> You're like, what's going on? Healthy scratch. You know, that's interesting. When's Burkowski coming back week to week? What, what do you think is going to be for the future? Uh, hopefully in a couple of weeks. Like, oh, okay, that's... And honestly, even Ron Francis saying that like blew my mind. Like, oh, shit, he actually said something about a timeline. Crazy. I'm wondering if that has something to do with, and I'm just, you know, guessing here. Advantage over other... Trying to get an advantage over other teams. Also, and I'm wondering if that has to do with, like, the collective bargaining agreement and players' yeah. rep associations. Like, maybe there's some sort of, like, rules in the NFL where there's clarity versus the NHL is still got that on the table where they can keep things close to their, their chest. Close, yeah, close to the chest. You're By right. the way, that's one of the ways in which I would change uh, change the NHL. I would I would demand more transparency with stuff like this because it creates more talk around the league because now people are talking about injuries and there's more specifics and stuff like that. Every team has to abide by it, so no one's getting an upper hand on anybody. And now there's more talk around the NHL and it stars like what's going on with injuries. You have like updates like, oh, uh, you know, Jack Hughes just had surgery on his ankle and now he's recovering in the next six to eight weeks. Like I want stuff like that. I don't I think well, the vagueness actually hurts the league more than it helps it. This is a good discussion because now that we're talking about it is I think until that one rule goes away, this is going to stay. And that rule is I agree. what the Tampa Bay Lightning has done. What somebody's done oh, every single year. With the rosters and the playoffs and all that. Right. Yeah. So like basically like if you put a player on long, long Long-term IR yes. uh, that uh, does not affect your salary. It doesn't cap. affect, your, affect just, your salary. Yeah, their salary doesn't go into your salary yeah. cap. So, like, basically, like, yes. in Colorado, and I just am guessing, I haven't heard anything about this in a long time, but uh, Landeskog, Landeskog. He's, he's been on the IR the whole season. Yes. And the thought was that he could come back for the playoffs. Yeah. But I'm wondering where they're at right now. Like, they could conceivably say, well, he's going to be on long-term IR for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Even though he could come back. Yes. They're just going to put him up there so that the his his salary doesn't have to go. So that maybe they can make some extra moves, that sort yes. of stuff. So, yes. you know, if there is clarity there, that might open up a Pandora's box and being like, well, is that really, is that injury really uh, long-term IR worthy? Right. Yeah, so that, I get, well, they, they also should, they need to mess with that rule as well, because I understand why teams take advantage of that when it comes to the playoffs. Like you mentioned Tampa Bay doing it. It's like, oh, this guy's on long-term IR, doesn't affect our salary. And all of a sudden the, the playoffs come, it's like, oh, look, he's healthy. And he's at 110%. Right. And now we have this extra guy on our squad who's kicking ass. Exactly. And by the way, they do the same thing for the expansion draft as well. Well, they, they will mark somebody who's injured when they're really not in order to protect a player. This shit has to change, man. I'm just saying, like, I understand why teams take advantage of it because I would, too, in the current NHL landscape. I think the league would be would benefit if there was more transparency around this kind of stuff. I'm just saying. Well, I'm going to say this is, this is hear me out, it's conspiracy theory here. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah, you're going tinfoil Which, by the way, on. this has gone, this is this this has been an epic no dumb questions. Uh, thank you, Yeah, because I mean, now we're just, you know, having a kind of open, so, like, we're just bullshitting him. <laughs> like, this is not on the notes. <laughs> no, there's, there's old school old school sports stuff that's just been the tried and true, never going to change, right? Yeah. Well, what sport right now is going through monumental shifts, right, in its preseason? In its preseason. In oh, its, and, and Major League Baseball. Right. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, the, pitch, the pitch clock. The pitch clock. Yeah. By the way, huge fan. I fucking love it. Everyone loves it. Because of course. It, all right, so what's, the, what's MLB struggling with? People actually watching 182 baseball games through the year. 162, but yes. 162. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking hockey's always in the brain. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, because they're long. It's like golf. Like, golf mm. is, takes way too 
damn long. It's like, it's even going to play golf. It's like, oh, I'm going to be gone hey, for five way, hours. Golf is also going through a shift as well. Look at like the Netflix uh, series that has come out. Uh, look at like the new tours, like live golf and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, they're really trying to and pushing for, um, you know, a younger crowd. The NHL needs to get on board with some of this stuff. Like look at, like even like what what Formula One has doing with like the Drive to Survive, yeah. they're like in season five now on Netflix. Yeah, I don't know if you've watched that show. I watched it's it. It's actually incredible. It really gets you into like the storylines of the drivers, not just like with their own team, but like their friends and their enemies, and like just how they operate and like all sorts of stuff. Like the NHL needs to figure out ways in order to promote the game. And I think again, they had I think an Oilers. That, they had an Oilers. Oh, the Oilers. Awesome. I know. Awesome. Well, you're right. No, you're right. They do. I the, can't wait to watch fucking. Connor McDavid talk about how much he loves eating bacon in the morning. That guy's boring as fuck. Van- Vanilla. That was the joke. Is the they there was an NHL All Star video that went out and yeah. it was like ice cream. Yes. It, it was uh, like, what's your favorite ice cream? Yeah. And Connor McDavid's like, um, I don't know, vanilla. Vanilla. It's exactly it's like, it's like, of course. Come on, dude. Yeah. You're the best player. By in the hockey. way, Let's he go. scored two goals last night and he is on pace to score 67 goals this season. Did you see that? No, okay. that guy's a sick. He's boring as shit. He's but boring as he's shit. Real good at hockey. He, all he thinks about is, is training for hockey. Clearly, which is why he's so good because he lives in a factory. His his it, all the brain dead trees. The brain power that gives us personality right yes. in his brain that's all yeah. gone and just that yeah. energy's we're going naturally hockey. awesome but i sprained my ankle falling off a curb yeah. he sucks as a person but yeah. he'll dance around you on skates like his day. personality limbic system yes whatever that is mm-hmm. uh, i think this was the technical like the, the in your the that frontal little, lobe the lobe for yes the, the limbic lobe yes which is normally for our personalities yes right that for him, it's just like if you looked at like a, a grid of our brains, and yeah. you're like for me, like drinking, kids, yeah, just awesomeness, happening. social media, hockey. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, right. Sweating. <laughs> yes, sweating. Personality. <laughs> Backwards hats. His, if you looked at like a like a almost like a uh, looking at a cow and like the cuts, like you know the yes, right? yes, yes, like the if bunch, you, like oh, this so, is the bubble. Yeah. So if you looked at Conor McDavid's brain and like the, here's the this is sh- this section's this this section's this, it mm-hmm. says hockey, hockey, wrist shots, yeah. skating, hockey, mm-hmm. hockey. At the back end, it's like. Sick dangles. Eating for hockey. Yeah. Sick dangles. Yeah. Sick dangles. Sleeping for hockey. Lots of, get, yeah, nine and a half hours of sleep and then at night. There's like a little spot for like yeah. procreating from future hockey. Yeah, for Hall future of hockey players. He allows his That's girlfriend yeah. 10 minutes a week, yep. every week. Exactly. One it. time. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Strictly yep. missionary. Yep. 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 <laughs> All for procreation. Well, that purposes. was no dumb questions. <laughs> no dumb questions. Excellent questions, Slack and Kraken. Thank you so much. We are back. <laughs> Let's get into the three stars of the week. All right. Crack and make the playoffs. I'm excited for that. But uh, three stars of the week is where Joey and I, we like to share what's been going on. What are we into? What are we thinking about? That's non-hockey most of the time. That's what it includes. Uh And we put that into our three stars of the week. It has nothing to do with the best players. It's what's going on in our life. So, Joey, let's start off. What's your third star of the week? My third star of the week goes to none other than Russell Wilson. So, again. What is going on with him? There's more stories that continue to come out that only affirm the fact that this guy is a fucking douchebag weirdo. I got bad news for you. Sean Payton's turning it around, and and they're going to. That's great. They're not. He's not going to win another championship because so a couple of things came out. One, it came out that he gave the Seattle Seahawks organization uh, the option of, okay, I will stay, but you have to fire Pete Carroll and John Schneider. John Schneider's their general manager, (laughs) if you don't know that. And the Seahawks wisely were like, here's the deal. We're going to send you away because we're not going to fire the fucking head coach and the general manager in favor of keeping you. And the other thing uh, that recently came out was, is that he had 
Uh, I'm, I'm saying had because I'm, I'm assuming Sean What Payton, a bad breakup. Dude, it's awful. Because this shit goes on. You yeah. just don't hear about it. And he's already been through a divorce because his ex-teammate, not to be named, fucked his wife at the time. I'm just saying. What? Yeah. That's a, that's a thing. Before Ciara? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Russell Wilson had like a college sweetheart, and there's a rumor oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that his teammate that, yeah. went to pound town on his wife, oh. like Connor McDavid, just trying to procreate. So maybe that's when he went off. I'm just like he just went off the deep end. Uh, maybe I know he's always been a, b- a bit of a freak. Okay, all right, all right sorry. So wh- no, what's so the other thing? The other piece of information that came out. I'm, again, I'm saying had because I don't think Sean Payton is going to allow this to happen. The other thing that came out was he had his own office upstairs in the Broncos organization. So the rest of the team has the locker room, like because you know they're a part of a team. Football was like 56 man roster sure. team sport. But not Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson needs not only his own office, but he also had an open door policy, which I think is fucking hilarious because that would be like me and you having the podcast. And then I decide like that I need an office because I'm just higher than you. But hey, don't worry, Jeff. If you ever need to talk to me, open door policy. Just go on upstairs, knock on the door first. I might be busy. Might be busy doing like some, you know, crack and pod research. But the door's open. We can talk whenever you want. But I will be up here, and you are down here. I, I'm okay. So the coach thing, but this the office thing. That's I'm cool with that. You're cool with no. Yeah. In what fucking normal world does a single NFL player on a team get their own office? And he's like, oh hey, by the way, guys, if you need to talk to me, you can find me upstairs no. in my office. That's insane. That's literally insanity. Dude, it's Russ's world. You're just living in it, and uh... you're out of your mind. And it's the reason. It's the reason why one Sean Payton is not going to let this fly because he also uh, he no. also had his he had his own staff that was allowed at the facilities. Like he had like his own doctors, his own trainers. He was like, oh yeah, I don't need the Broncos personnel. I'm gonna bring in my own guys and like let them hang around the facility. And when Sean Payton heard that and was asked about it, he goes. Yeah, I don't know anything about that, but that's not going to be a thing. So he's ending, he's squashing all this shit, basically. D- didn't, he, didn't he win you all Super Bowl? Yeah, and when he was not as crazy, but slowly starting to get there. And ever since, he was like, this is my world and you're living in it. Look what's happened to him. He's fallen off the face of the earth because he fucking sucks. And he thought all the success was him and didn't want to give his teammates, the defense, his coaches, or the general manager credit. So this is why he's my third star. Well, you know what's awesome about this, though, is like the shift is the generational shift of of the NFL is happening right now because you got Aaron Rodgers falling out in in Green Bay. He's doing ayahuasca trips, hanging out in darkness for a couple days. What's happening? He's donezo. Which honestly sounds also awesome. Does sound cool. Between like the orgies in the Bahamas or the ayahuasca. Ayahuasca darkness. I want sure. both. I kind of want the darkness. I'm cool with the darkness, um, which is kind of be a good album co- uh, title. The darkness. Yeah. No, I'm cool with the darkness. <laughs> um, but uh, then you've got uh, Tom Brady retiring, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. all right. So, Ru- Russell Wilson. You Russell love the Wilson. drama. I I love just being affirmed that this guy was a, a freaking weirdo the entire time, okay. and that the Seahawks did the right thing in letting him go. So okay. that's my third star of the week. What's right. yours? So my uh, third star is that uh, school is back. We talked okay. about Mardi Gras. Yes. Holy smokes, dude. Our kids were just, I love, it's like, I love them so much, but it was time to go back to school. Yeah, you got to go. They had, it's like spring, when spring break happens, it's just, we've got, you know, we've got, uh, we've got a seven-year-old and twin six-year-olds. They're 18 months apart. Mm-hmm. They're basically the same age, same personalities. It's just a lot. So it's just a lot. And, you know, it's like having five, you know, four roommates, right? Yeah. So you have one sane one, which is your spouse, and then you've got three insane ones. 
<laughs> and yeah. they just absolutely like maniacs. Like yeah. just you know, like one moment's like, oh, it's happiness, and this is literally like a storybook life moment, and then yeah. the next it's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. So school is back. Okay. Definitely, right. That's just plain and simple. Yeah. And I'm talking to you, parents. Right. You. I'm, you're looking like you're looking at your. You know. Whatever you listen to this, and you're mm-hmm. going like, "Hell yeah, Jeff's right. School's back." Like, thank God. Woo! Get out of here. Yeah. Now, yeah. So now I'll be back to like, cool. Weekends will be fine. And then by Sunday night, you're like, "Oh man, when school's back." Yeah, school's back. Thank school's God's back. tomorrow morning. Third star. School's back. What's your second star? Second star for me is March Madness. So oh, yeah. I have not paid attention to college basketball at all. You, I mean, start? usually I went to Colorado, so usually I only follow the bus. But they are not having a good season at all. Um, severely just like underperforming. But with that being said, I still love March Madness. I I think it's fantastic. The reason why it's my second star of the week is because I got like the email from ESPN being like, it's time, get ready to fill out your brackets. And I love nerding out over brackets. I am, I think I talked about this last year. I am a print out the bracket guy. I love getting the paper bracket and I love writing in my teams. And then I, as the Pen or pencil? Oh, I do pen. Because as the as the games happen, if I have if I pick the team that won, I highlight them so I can see who moves on to the next round, or I will cross them off and I update everything. Ooh, yeah. And I usually do like three brackets a year, sometimes four. Four is a little too much, but I'll do like three brackets a year. It's a lot of fun. I love it. Um, it's just something that I just really enjoy doing. So I cannot wait to uh, fill out my bracket it's fun. and to print it out and to just track the games. And, uh, and to watch some crazy games this year. And also, like, again, I haven't watched a lot of college basketball, but the parody is super high level. Like, there's not a single team that's, like, really been dominant. I have so I noticed think, that. I think this year's tournament is going to be extra crazy, which I am also very excited for. Uh, that's what you watch the tournament for, which is great. It's yeah. the best tournament in sports. No, it really is. NHL, NHL playoffs. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying that ironically. I truly believe that. Um, no, I'm with you on that. I, I, was, I was thinking about this is, like, you know, we, now that I've been living in the South for a very long time, it's a little mm-hmm. different, but I think I always love, you know, March. And I was thinking about this. Before Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. for me, growing up in Michigan, uh, as I was an adult, St. Patrick's Day was like, that's awesome. Because it's springtime. It's finally like 50 degrees outside, maybe, yeah. if you're lucky that day. Yeah. Sun's out. Oh, man, we're on a patio. We're going to drink some beers. It's great. Everybody good. So yeah. it's a big party time, right? And then you got like March Madness. You've got playoff hockey starting to get going. Yeah. So it's like just a Amazing time of year. Yeah. I love spring so much. Now, I can't decide because now we live in New Orleans in Louisiana, yeah. and like our holiday season starts in November. It doesn't end until March. Yeah. So there's a little By then less. it's 100 degrees outside. Like, okay, now we're back right. into summer. A little less luster yeah. on that. But I yeah. love March Madness, so I'm a big fan of that. All right, so my second star is planning for our Disney cruise in July. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm getting pumped. Okay. Pumped. Tell me about this. I never, my joke, because I was in the Navy, my, my, I always tell people I've never been on a ship that I wasn't working on. Because I've, I've only been on cruises that involve me going to war. <laughs> so, there's that. Thanks for your service. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for real. And um, no, so, okay. So, flashback to last April mm-hmm. um, uh, 2021, we went to Disney for the first time ever. Okay. Going into it, my wife and I were like, we got to check this off our list. The kids are at a good age to go. We should plan this. It costs a shit ton of money. Let's just do it. Okay. And we'll check it off our list. And, you know, we weren't, we're not Disney people. Like, the kids watch Disney stuff, but we're not like yeah. Disney nerds, right? Yeah. We went to Disney and we're like, okay, uh, are we Disney nerds? I, we might be because, man, they know how to do things. Like, they just know how to, like, as a vacation. Dude, they've honed in the family stuff. They know how to do yeah. cool shit and make things awesome, yeah. right? 
So we had a blast. We were like, that was amazing. Now are we Disney nerds? No. Are Megan and I ever going to go to Disney by ourselves? Hell no. That's just weird. Yeah. Um, yeah Disney adults who like, oh. rock the ears. Ooh, Fucking weird, weirdos, weird. dude. But now, will we, now, when we go to the Disney cruise, are, we, are the kids going to have ears? Will I have a Disney shirt on? Probably. Yeah. You got to be Disney dad. Well, what I'm excited about is... Backwards hat, Disney dad shirt on? Totally, dude. Number one thing. Number one thing is... It is uh, the first time I get to go to Vancouver. We're going to Vancouver. Oh, shit. Nice. We're boarding the boat there, and we go to Alaska. I've never been to Vancouver or Alaska. Me neither. So I've, like, you know, I grew up, and I hate to say this, but I grew up uh, loving the Red Wings, and also I loved the Vancouver Canucks. The Canucks. I know. We've talked about this. The Canucks. forgiven. I'm still there. I know. I'm still with them a little bit. I still like them. Um, But anyway, so, like, I've always wanted to see Vancouver because I love the Pacific Northwest. What's up? Yes. Shout out. Yep. Shout out PNW. I Mm -hmm. love it. It was beautiful when to Oregon this past year. It was yes. fantastic. Loved that. So I'm excited for the where we're going. We're going to do Alaska shit with bears and salmon and awesome. fishing Very and glaciers. Yeah. Shit. yeah, we're just going to toss them <laughs> in the wild. Give them some, like a, a shotgun and you're a spear. Toss your kids like salmon right at those bears. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot they say about like if you spot a polar bear in the wild, it's like if you see one, like just hey, just say your prayers. You're done. Yeah, just push a kid like, down. And black you bears, get the fuck you like out of there. Black bears, you like uh, run. Brown bears, you like uh, play dead, mm-hmm. and then like, that worked out well. If it's for white, you just lay down and die. Leo in that movie where he just played dead. It yeah. worked out great for him. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you talking about the guy who got mauled by the bear? <laughs> yes. The real life story. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Now I'm gonna think about that. Yeah. Just right. play dead. It's like, it's, dude, he's a thousand yards away. Play it's dead. It's bad dad. for business if Disney lets kids and adults get eaten by bears. So I've got to say. So anyway, going to all this press is good press, Jeff. Beautiful area of the world, Vancouver and then Alaska, and being out there and we see whales and shit. Yeah, and I'm orcas. Th- I'm gonna throw like pop, you know, like like popcorn. Uh, bot- I'm gonna throw like bottles at them and stuff. Oh, nice. Gonna, yeah, it's yeah. Be awesome. I can't wait to go. Very eco friendly. Yeah, look at that whale. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right in his blowhole. Oh, he's choking. Oh, God, look at that. And then I get tackled by Goofy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're that's, off the boat. Yeah, that's going to happen. I get ejected in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like a, like a <laughs> Goofy's head will pop off in front of the kids. No. They start screaming. They're traumatized. Whales are dying. Now, Commando Donald's downstairs, like with the. Oh, the, yeah. Like the, the camo on his yes. like. Only in a yeah. diaper. Like, I'm going to fuck yeah. this guy up. You're done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ejected out of a porthole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I'm excited because the Disney, <laughs> they do it right. Totally pumped. We're going to be gone for like 10 days. Can't yes. wait. So anyway, so I'm excited. Okay, We're starting like to it. plan that now that Mardi Gras is over. So we're ready. So I'm into it. Your number one star. What's your number one star? For My the number week? one star of the week is the movie Smile. So have you seen this movie yet? No, you're, no, dude. Okay. I, I just took your, I just took All your right. advice started watching Last of Us, which is fantastic. I'm glad you started doing that. So what's this? So Smile came, so I didn't really know much about it. I just kept seeing because they had a really cool ad campaign where it was during the baseball playoffs. They hired like a couple of actors or whatever you want to call them who would go to these games. They would have really good seats and they would just literally stand there the entire time, whether everyone around them was sitting or not with like this creepy ass smile on their face. And they like wouldn't move, like barely blink. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this? It was all part of what I thought was like a really kind of ingenious and ad campaign. And so the other night I'm like getting ready to crash and I open up Amazon Prime, and I'm like, oh, shit, this movie Smile that I wanted to see is now on Prime for free. Let me watch it. And for some reason, I thought it was like a, uh, like a Jordan Peele-esque movie where like it's a, like a horror-slash-thriller, but at the end, there's like actually some social commentary around it, and it gets you thinking kind of a thing. So for some reason, that's what I had in my head. Dude, I was not fucking prepared 
for this movie. The first 15 minutes, for those that have seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. For those that haven't, you need to, you, I highly encourage you to watch it. If you love horror and like scary movies, check it out. The first 15 minutes I was actually watching with like my hands by my mouth. I was like, oh my God. Like it was one of those things because I was so not prepared for the shit that went down and just wasn't prepared at all for like what the entire movie was going to be about. I thoroughly enjoyed it. The ending was a little eh, but overall, like really enjoyed it. Like I haven't seen a movie that legitimately scared me in a while. And as I was watching it, I was like, I, you know what? Like I went into this thinking one thing and I was, I was totally wrong. Cause holy shit, this movie took me for a ride. All right. A couple of questions without giving shit away Yeah, is number one, is it suspenseful stuff or is it more, um, there's suspense in it. Gore. Not, not so much gore. The first 15 minutes, there there is one particular scene where you're like... But it's not uh, like over the top, like just... No, 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 no. It's not like, you know, yeah. blood rushing down the walls and like The Shining or anything like that. It's, it's just, I wouldn't say gore, but they don't hold back from showing anything. It's definitely suspenseful. You're trying to figure out what's going on the entire time. There's a thriller aspect to it. But it's also a horror movie. There's a couple of solid jump scares. And there's also parts where you're watching, you're like, oh my God. Like, I can't believe I'm watching this right now. Okay. Yeah. It's like the first time I watched, like, Insidious. It was like, oh, this should be okay. And then at the end of it being like, I can't ever watch that movie again. Do you ever watch Insidious? No, dude. I'm so behind. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do it. Megan. But also do it, you know? So Megan, Megan doesn't, won't watch that stuff, which is fine with me. Like, Last of Us. Yes. It's not her thing. So like really? when, she, when she crashes, it's more about like the people in that show than it is about like the infected. I know, but it's just it's not it's still too much. Yeah, it's not okay. the vibe. I get it, but which is cool. I respect it. You know what I mean. So, but uh, anyway, okay. So smile. I got to smile. I'm gonna give this. I thought you. I saw your note in the in our show notes. I was like, smile, cool. Joey's gonna talk about like some positive, cool things. No, fuck that. Some of some horror flick. No, horror, yeah, you okay. should check it out, but don't watch it with your wife. I don't think. Hey, your your like um you know uh, media uh, suggestions are always spot on. Well, so like White Lotus, I'm just picking the hits. So Why, it's pretty but, easy. dude, I, you're a good reminder. To like, okay, you're like you're on top of the uh, pop culture. I'm telling you media. right now. Here's what's gonna happen. Yo. I want you to watch it. Okay. I know you don't have a lot of free time, but wait until like you know the wife and kids go to bed. I want you after the first 15 minutes with the movie like officially opens yeah. to like this is the movie mm. to shoot me a text and tell me where your head's at. Okay. Because it's that good of an opener. It could happen this weekend. I haven't seen an opening in a scary movie that good in a very long time where I was like, what the fuck? I'll give it the 15 for sure. Uh, no, do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, I'll that's, fire all, it up. that's all you got to do. The, my only fear is that last time, well, okay, last time I watched stuff and like w- Megan's asleep next to me. Yeah. And I'll Oh, have, you're like, oh shit. Well, no, I no, but like my worst fear would be like, what if she just randomly woke up oh, and like my God. on the screen no, she no. saw like whatever was on, I don't know. So I should probably be in the other room. All right, I'll do, I'll go, I'll do this one in the other room. Yeah, you should probably do it in the other All room. Right. If she woke up and like saw the screen, she'd be like, you need to turn whatever, like, in fact, whatever, like you need to put the TV in the trash. Like okay, I never cool. want, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. All right. okay, good. That's, I need to know these things, so thank you for that. Okay, All cool. right, first star. You. All right, my first star, this is lame and, and stupid, but I'm so excited and I'm so excited for you two as a newer hockey fan. You, Joey, okay, but also you listening to, and if you've been a hockey fan for a long time, you know this vibe. I just mentioned it. The playoff push is just like, the fact that we are in it, mm-hmm. like let's just enjoy it. God, this, you're right. This is Seattle Kraken. I'm talking. My number one star is <laughs> my number one star is is I really legitimately am very excited to watch a lot of hockey over the next few months. Yeah, and it's it's just fun because here's why. Last year, 
awesome first you know like all the drama of yeah. what was it, first season but after the trade deadline it was like all right let's just see what's going yeah, on nothing for the future. says awesome like staying up until one in the morning losing by three goals we are in the fight yeah we are in the fight stay positive and enjoy this ride because it's awesome when we win it's going to be the best feeling in the world when we lose in the next couple of months it's going to be the worst fire hack, but that, fuck through. Oh. That's, yeah, yeah, that's like uh, any, you know, that's anything in the planet. So like, yeah. enjoy this time right now. You know what I mean? Like I know eventually in Seattle, it's going to start to warm up a little bit, the springtime, the flowers, that sort of shit. Right. Yeah. So like just in everything about it, enjoy it. The Kraken are in the middle of a playoff push for the first time ever. So that's my number one star because life is good as like a Seattle it. Kraken fan. So let's see what happens with the trade deadline. Let's get some wins this week. I am pumped and ready to watch some hockey. Mardi Gras over. We are back, baby. We're, We're back. back. This feels good. Honestly, at first, I was, a little, I was a little nervous. I'm like, it feels like we haven't done this in forever. I feel yeah. kind of out of it. And yeah. now I feel like we're right back in it. We're, We're good. In it. We're rolling. We're rolling, dude. Yeah. Let's go. More merch. Merch is coming. Merch we got good coming. stuff going on. Got to start cranking out some content. So let's get back into we got hockey, got some baby. merch getting shipped out to like the UK, to Switzerland. I'm excited oh. to see people sending photos like rocking the merch. By the way, I need you to sign like 50 of those I'm before you leave. Right now. Yeah. Okay. okay. So we got to end the episode so I can start signing yeah, these please sign. awesome notes that Joey put. Oh, man, you drew that? That is, that is vulgar. Luke is getting a vulgar note. Throw a giant dick. Oh, now... Now I have to for welcome Luke, to the crack. Now for Luke, dick. I have to actually do it. Nah, to draw I was dick. making a joke, but I have to draw that on there. So, <laughs> Luke, here's your here's your pen peen. Here we go. All right, let's go. All right, let's go Seattle Crack. Let's get some wins. Have an awesome week. Thank you for listening to this uh, podcast at Kraken Pod everywhere on social media. Hit us up. Uh, the TikTok, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. We're all over the place. And, of course, you've got that website now, too. So, thekrakenpod.com. Merch is on the way. Uh, enjoy your week. And thank you so much for listening to us. Oh, yeah. And if you can, leave us a review. But let's go Seattle Kraken. And we're going to leave you with our chirp of the week. A chirp in hockey is trash talk on the ice. And there's so much of it going on right now. There's spitting. There's fighting. There's scratching, all that sort of shit. So we'll leave you. Have an awesome week with the Kraken Pod Chirp of the Week. I'm not doing anything, Stewie. I know you're looking for me. Oh, you got my number already. The puck was loose. No, it's not. It is so. It's right there. 